My name is Davian Dent, and I'll be honest with you, there's nothing more I like than to pull the dead prostitute out of the boot of my car and wank myself senseless whilst listening to the Dirty Kong podcast. Those cunts get me harder than a fucking diamond cock. Dirty Kong Podcast. Oh, well, don't you sound fucking depressed. Well, you know... Turn just... that frown upside down. Okay. Rip it off your face. Alright, listeners, how goes it? Episode 63, 62, something. Fuck it, listen, this is wicked. You say you've never seen Hello there, Simona. Wow! Hello, listeners. Oh. It's me. Yeah. I'm back again. Fuck it. I'm on it. Mmm. I, lo- I fucking love this. I love it. I'm in the right fucking mood. Hello, listeners. Welcome to episode 63 of the Dead to Come podcast. I'm 62. JT. 62. 62. Oh, fucking hell. I'm getting ahead of myself. Well, you were close. Yeah. And that's I'm, the main thing. You know, I'm pretty good for a guy who can't count. Yes. Very you know. much so. Yeah. Um, um, so, yeah. Welcome to episode 62 for you fucking nitpickers. Yeah. Uh, my name's JT. And uh, my co-host with me this week is... Is uh, John Boy. Is John sure? Boy. Yeah. My lackey. You know what? I remember one time you saying to me, like, you know, what am I, the fucking co-host? And, and you seemed, like, really kind of down about the fact I called you my co-host. And you just did it to me, and I thought, yeah, I understand what you mean. Yeah, you I feel see? feel pain. Yeah. Co-host isn't right. Caught me deep, man. What can we say, though? Um, I don't know. Yeah. It's one of those things. I, well, I'll tell you what. I'm your co-host, you and you're fan. my co-host. We're each other's co-host. Yeah, there we go. No one is, like, top host. No, there is no host with the most here. That is, that is correct, my friend. <laughs> well, unless you're talking about the trouser department, then, who then I don't know. It you can't see, be me. you've got a bigger penis, but my balls are a lot bigger. It's more girth with me. Like I say, it's stubby, but it's it's, it's thick. It's like yeah. sitting on a garden gnome. Mine's like a like you know the white thing on a drumstick, just a stick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, brilliant. I'm just like that, but then I've got like fucking. I've got mangoes hanging off it. It's got, it's, 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 it, it, you know what? It looks like fucking modern art down there. It's that fucking abstract. Lovely. It's like a tiny little penis, but fucking balls that, you know, you could bowl with. Lebowski would be happy to roll them down. Good Lord. Mm. Speaking of Lebowski, um, Blockbusters is closing near us, Jay. It is. Gutting, isn't it? Yeah. It's, um, is it worldwide? Because Blockbusters is a international thing, isn't it? Um, yeah, it's go- it's it's gone under in America, um, and then a lot of the stores in Britain are closing. And soon enough, it'll be the whole done. franchise is gone. Yeah, um, but ours is closed because there's one just down the road from the studio. Yeah, and um, it's a real small one, so that's that's going straight away. Yeah, but all the big, you know, the big massive ones that are huge. You know, mm-hmm. they're still staying open, but they're not going to be open for much longer. So no, we haven't got an ashtray. We haven't, have we? No, just um, thought, I'm going to use my little uh, my beer beer cap. 
<laughs> you know what? That's not a bad idea. I'll use it. There we go. Um, so yeah. Um, and speaking of the uh, the Big Lebowski film, I've I've just bought a load of Coen Brother movies on on Blu-ray. Four pound each, Jay, for a Blu-ray. Four pound each. Get it's it. almost an insult to sell them for that cheap. It is indeed. Everybody, get your asses down to your local blockbusters and uh, support them while you can. You know they've given us. They're the last surviving rental store in the world, and they deserve a bit of respect and a bit of a send-off. So Did Jay, I'm, I want a chink to blockbusters. Yeah. You I'm, want a drink in Blockbusters? I'd love it. I'd love to have a drink in Blockbusters. Why? Know. Why? You want bad? You want a bad DVD? You want bad DVD? To Blockbusters. There to we Blockbusters. Go. There we go. That's it. So yeah, sad thing. But uh, I mean, I remember when I was like a, a nipper, a wee lad. A wee, yeah. Um, and we used to have a a van, a video van drive round that we used to rent videos from. Really? Like a milk float, but just full of videos. Um, and that was a special thing. Wow. And that, you know, you, you'll never see that again, Jay. You'll never no. see that again. It's, it's a dying thing. Yeah, it's all online now. There's no, no no personal interaction in this world anymore, is there, with your fucking, you know, your uh, self-serve fucking tills at Asda and Sainsbury's and yeah. Tesco's and all top markets and uh, supermarkets. Sure. I'm, I'm just doing that to cover our asses in case they try and sue us. Yeah. Um, And then everything's online and... You know, when you call up about your mortgage or about a bill, it's always a fucking robot. Press one for paying your bill. And it's just kind of talk to a person. Oh, you know what, though? Like, you know, one day, yeah. what, what's going to happen is that we're just going to live in, like, fucking, I don't know, foam bubbles. That's right. And we'll never come out. And, like, food will just be piped through. Yeah. Like, your gas and electric will just be piped through directly into your mouth. And then you'll just have like a little keypad and like a little screen in front of you and we'll just be in like little stasis pods. You're right there, Jim. And and it's like the future looks bleak, man. Yeah. And they'll just have they'll just have the Dirty Kong podcast piped straight into their ear, ear brains. Yeah, that that's if you're a criminal. Yeah. Because this is technically a punishment. It's technically torture to the ear. It is and yeah. mind and body. This has been banned by the Geneva Convention. Yeah. Mm. We did get an Ofcom email at the I think it was the first like I think we'd done like five episodes and we'd got an Ofcom letter straight through. Somebody'd sent somebody uh I think somebody flagged that up to Ofcom or something. I think we got a threat, didn't we? Do you remember? Yeah, I remember that, it was not one of yeah. the first actual emails we ever got and I was so fucking proud, happy that we got an abusive email that they were like <laughs> so angry that they were gonna uh, report us to Ofcom. And we did get a, an email from Ofcom which I ignored. Yeah, so, uh, so here there, we are. There's, there's a uh, there's a tip for you. If Ofcom ever get in touch with you, Ignore just it. tell them to fuck off and they won't do anything because they're namby-pamby little girls. But I, I had to ring up uh, my, my bank just recently and they had, instead of the dial tone thing where you press one if you accept something or if they're happy with that, you know how they do it through the yeah, keyboard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you literally speak at them and the, the robot voice understands what you're saying. Yeah. So it's like, do you accept this? Say yes or say no. And you just say yes or no. And it's dead creepy. Well, that's, that's been happening for years, John. Where have you been? I don't know. I've, well, this is the thing. I don't do anything like that. I avoid phone calls. And you know my house, Jay. If the phone rings, we don't even pick it up. No. That's, yeah. Well, we're the same. We just use the mobiles because... Well, mind you, even then, I'm getting phone calls from a mobile from like um, phone providers and stuff, service providers saying, oh, do you want to switch to us? I'm like... Fuck off. I don't answer my house phone, so I don't have to talk to you guys. And now you're ringing my mobile phone. Yeah. What are you going to do now? Just fucking knock on my bedroom door. Excuse me, I know you're in bed, but um, you don't fancy coming over to Orange, do you? I know you're on O2, but I think we could get... Fuck off, I'm in bed. Yeah, I know, but you haven't been answering your phone. It's because I don't want to talk to you. Yeah, well, we want to talk to you. So um, I tell you what, you get up and I'll just go and put the kettle on, yeah? And then we'll have a nice chat downstairs in your own house. 
That's what it's going to be like. That's the fucking future, John. Oh, God. You fucking got me wound up now. As in a very good mood, this is all your fault. <laughs> Don't laugh. It's not funny. <laughs> and I hope none of you are laughing either. It's not supposed to be funny. Stop laughing. Stop laughing. Have you stopped laughing? Yeah, I think they've stopped laughing. I think, I think they didn't even... I don't think anybody's ever laughed at this show ever. <laughs> That's kind of funny in itself, ironically. I the fact that no one's laughed at this show is funny. Is that irony? I'll have to ask Alanis Morissette. Who's that? That Canadian singer. He doesn't know irony. Oh, yeah, that's the one, yeah. Or irony. Irony. Yeah, bitch. Mm. Fucking hate Canadians. Yeah. Eh? Eh? Canadian, eh? Eh, yeah, eh. Eh, Maple syrup and beer and... Yeah. Have, you had, a, have you had a nice week this week, Jay? Uh, yeah. You can't complain. Just remember going out for a beer the other night. Oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. Oh, lovely. Remember, did you? Yeah, I remember now, yeah. Lovely. <coughs> Sorry. That's fine. I just... I'm I'm too casual to remember shit like that. That's true. Fucking... You told me not remembering it. I had to call you to remember to fucking go to it. That's true. That is true. Yeah. So don't you fucking spat off. All right. You little shit. <laughs> I'll <laughs> strangle you with your own headphones. <laughs> this is feeling more and more like an abusive relationship. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like one of those women in a trapped marriage that can't Yeah. <laughs> You okay. still love me, yeah. even though I beat you senseless every night. There's got to be a phone line for an abusive co-host on podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I have a shit story to talk about. Uh, really? An epic, epic shit story. Wow. Okay. Uh, I'm intrigued. Well, got in from work one day last week. I can't remember. Wednesday might have been. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Um, need a shit. So, as any real man does, held on till the yep. last minute. Then I went for a shit. And... I um I made the fatal error, sat on sat on there, you know, typing on my phone. I'm never off the internet now, fucking internet. And um, I'm I'm busy typing away on on text and, and Facebook and all this shit because I'm I'm a bit like that. And um, took a took my shit. It felt quite big. Felt like a bit of a winner. Yeah. Didn't look though, Jay. Didn't look into the bowl like every man does mm-hmm. after you finished. And I um I do the I do the I do the uh, pre-flush. So I flush the shit and then I wipe and then I flush the, the... I do that yeah, yeah, yeah to save yeah. the stain. Yeah, that's fine. And yeah. and just just in, just to stop blockages. All oh, right. You see, sometimes what I do is I flush as I'm dropping. So it kind of as I'm flushing, the shit comes out and then just goes straight through the U bend and then the bathroom doesn't smell while I'm taking a shit. And I quite like that. Well, I'm thinking that's a smart move. I'm going to start doing that from now on because I got up and I didn't look. Which is the fatal fucking mistake, and I flushed the toilet. Block, right. straight block. This shit. Oh man, was bigger than my head. <laughs> it, was it was like twelve curics or whatever. Yeah, some bullshit like. like that. Yeah, and um, felt amazing when it was coming out. But because uh, you know the anal's and the anal area is a nice, uh, sensuous area for any man. The, yeah, there is that um, um, G spot for the man up there for some right. reason. God it's... intended us to be gay, apparently. But only for the fucking shit. Fact. I'll take my orgasm from a shit, but I'm not going to take it from a man's finger. Yeah, that's the one. You don't like a pinky and the stinky, do you? That's right. No, I do not. And so, um, um, so yeah, blocked up. Nice. I'm like bollocks. Get and I thought, well, out. well, I'm not going to get the, uh, the, I'm not going to get the, the, the brush out yet. No. You know, I'm not going to go that far. I'm going to try every, every other available asset before I go to the, the brush because the brush is the last fucking straw. Yeah. So I waited for a while. Wait for you know the water slowly goes down. You oh think, yeah. Okay, it's still it's still going through. Maybe if I flush again, the pressure will take it this time. Yeah. So I did it. Filled straight back up again. I was like, oh, oh. This, this is this is going to be one of these fucking tricky shits. And you get the panic day as the water's rising. You're like, is it going to spill over the lid? Yeah. It's horrible that. But um, 
So second time, filled up. And then it started to go down a bit slower and I was getting really fucking impatient. And by this time, I'll, I'll say this, started to wipe my ass. Because I'm not going to stand there in the cold fucking bathroom with my shit hanging off my arsehole. So I'm wiping my ass. I'm scrunching it up and putting it on top of the toilet. Yeah. So at this point, I've got half a fucking bowl of water and a big fucking mound of shitty fucking tissues. <laughs> oh, my God. And uh, it's going to get worse. Don't worry. Oh, really? It's going to get a lot worse. And um, I got well impatient. So I flushed it I just bef- before it got to about halfway down the bowl of the water oh, and I what? flushed again because I was so fucking impatient and it got right to the top oh. of the bowl. It was like near enough coming over. Clenchy bum time. But this was clenchy bum time because I thought now I need to, I've got to sort of use the brush, but now the, the water's right up to the brim and it isn't going down. Oh the man. The water's not going down. So I'm like, fuck, I've got to use the, and how the fuck do you use a brush? What, how, what's the brush for? What is this brush the, for? The brush is for... When you take a shit and it fucking skids down the back of the bowl and then like as you flush, the fucking shit don't come off. Right. So you have to brush it to clean it. Ah. And then what I do is I, I, I flush it uh, while the brush is still in there and it kind of cleans the brush. Then you you know shake off the excess kind of weird water, put it back in the holder thing. still kind of dirty though, do you not think? Well, yeah, that's why you don't fucking parade it in your living room. You keep it in a corner. I suppose. And it's like, it's the unspoken thing. Nobody says, oh, excuse me, I've just taken a shit in your bathroom and... I've just had to use the brush. Is that all right? Yeah. You, you kind of just use it and don't say anything about it. I suppose that's why it's called a toilet brush and not like a shit brush. Yeah. Yeah. Like the shite brush. Why don't they make the brush bristles brown or something? It's you know, clean, lovely <laughs> white and it's just, there's the shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And even if you've got a little fleck there, you know, if you've washed it and there's a little fleck of shit left, you can still see that little brown bit of fleck because it's pure white brush. But anyway. <sighs> so, I digress. I digress. So, um... <laughs> <laughs> so it's getting tricky at this point and I've got, so I've got the brush in my hand and I'm thinking I don't even want to do this so I'm sticking the brush in and obviously it, the water's full up the toilet so it's I've got to put my hand in the toilet water mm, now and nice. it's, it's shitty toilet water and it, a little bit wee wee mm-hmm. so I'm pushing it in and, and the water's just it's starting to tip over the the water over the bowl a bit because oh, of the you know obviously I'm putting my hand in yeah yeah and I'm sort of pushing it in and I'm scraping away you know I can't see the bottom of the thing because it's like brownie water now so I can't oh. see what I'm doing. <laughs> obviously I'm churning it up a bit now yeah and I bring the the toilet brush out and it's just so much of my own fecal matter on the end of this brush now it's not you know it's just like it's, oh, it's, oh man it was a nightmare. oh wow and then I panicked because the water wasn't coming down and I thought now I've got a big lump of shit on the end of my brush what the fuck am I going to do? Because if I stick the brush back in the water, I'm putting the shit back into the water and it's just going to block it up again. Yeah. So I'm like, what the fuck am I supposed to do now? I was like, I can't wash it in the sink. Okay, I'll have to wash it in the bath. So I'm sticking the fucking bath water on. <laughs> sticking the, <laughs> the cold water on in the bath without the plug-in, obviously. On high power, because obviously the, the cold comes out a lot quicker than the, the, the hot yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm fucking rinsing it off in the bathroom, and it's high powered, so it's splashing the shit all into the bath <laughs> and all up the bath, it. and it's just oh, it's a nightmare. So I'm doing that, and I'm running that, and I'm flushing the toilet, and then I'm fucking dunking it in again and giving it a good script, bring it back out again for a second time, and there's a load and loads more shit. Oh, wow! So I had to do that like three times. Uh, by this point, the water's still not really going down, and the fucking bath is covered in my shit. Fucking hell, man. It's starting to smell a bit. It was a fucking nightmare, Jay. What? So how long did this whole episode take oh, I thought, you know what? I'm going to go in for a quick shit, be there for about five minutes. Because to be honest, I'm not one of those guys that loves to sit on the toilet and read a, uh, a book or, any, or a magazine. I don't do that. Yeah. In and out, you know what I mean? Five minutes. I was in there fucking half an hour. 25, 20 minutes. Oh, must have been easily. I hate and, that shit. you know, eventually it went down. And then I had to just spend the rest of the time cleaning the brush and then cleaning the bathroom out and then washing my hands. 
It wow. was a fucking nightmare. I hate shitting. I, also, I've got a hairy ass, so it is like you know a dog's ass. Yeah, it takes me time to wipe my ass. Like I say, <laughs> at this point, the mound was huge. It was starting to fall on the floor. Oh, Disaster. I'm never doing it again. Hell. Um, hello, well, ladies. What, what, what have you <clears> learned from this, John? I don't know. I don't know what to. I, I don't I've, know what to take from it. I think the lesson Your method. is. I think the lesson is that yeah, flush, flush as, as I shit. flush as you drop, um, and also maybe not wait till. You know, you've got a colon full of shit that's yeah. going to come out like a ash brick. Yeah. Because you're going to struggle then. Because like I say, with the, with the flex on the brush, I have to, I'm really anal. <laughs> hey. So I had to really clean that brush and it took yeah. me a long fucking time, man. A long time. And the water was flowing up the bath, so it was going right up the bath oh, now. So wow. it was everywhere. It was everywhere. Shit everywhere. Yeah. I mean, we've all, we've all done something almost. I mean, that is a particular horror story. We've all had a... You know, a, a blocked toilet when we've taken a massive shit, and you know, just yeah. just be thankful that it was in your own house. That's so it. it wasn't it like oh, yeah, a, a girlfriend's that. or a friend's house, because that's the worst. I've done that when I was um, I was I hope I hope she never listens to this, but I was um I was at my sister's. She was um when she was at university, uh, they shared a house, you know, like seven girls and stuff, and uh, nice. yeah, it was good, yeah, um. And yeah, and I took I took a shit there, as you as you do, and and it did it. It kind of it was a, like a really old fashioned toilet, and you could just tell that it, it was like had a a tiny little tiny fucking neck. Yeah. yeah tiny neck. So it's like <laughs> anything anything bigger than rabbit shit is yeah. gonna fucking struggle. And I and I tried to flush it, and it was like no chance. And you know, and I had to like do the whole like try and encourage it around the u-bend and stuff and nice. it's but um, your story is well worse yeah the word the only the bad shit story that i've got was when i was at the uh isle of Wight festival and uh the i mean i i needed a shit we went on the thursday and if you've been to a festival you, you obviously you all know about the horror stories about you know portaloos and stuff and how bad they get yeah and so i thought right well i know we're going to the pub on saturday so I didn't shit on Thursday or Friday <laughs> like and for like most of Saturday as well. But by this time I was like really brimming. It was like, you know, Tilting poking out. And I was like, you know, I said to my sister, you, you know, we need to go to the pub because I need to use the loo there. So we get there and it's getting worse and worse and worse. I think it was the vibrations of the car and like being rolled around a bit and stuff. That it was kind of it was eking its way out, and I'm like, this isn't gonna end well. Beautiful. And so we pulled up in the car park. And I was like, thank God I haven't shit myself. And I tried to get up, but obviously, as I, you know, as you try and stand up, right. you kind of you tense up, tense you tense up. your muscles tense up because you you know, standing up, and it was kind of making my shit come out. And I was like, oh God, I can't even stand up. I, I, and I was just sat there with like, you know, the the shit was now. <laughs> breaching and he's like touching my boxes and it's like fucking hell it's out and I can't even stand up so I had to try and like roll out so I didn't tense up I had to kind of like flop out kind of to try and get out of my sister's car without shitting and you know shitting getting shit all over the place yes. so anyway so I do that and then I stand up and it just all comes out and fucking oh real fucking logged it. You know, it was big fucking <laughs> big shit. And so I said to my sister, look, I I don't know how to say this, but I've kind of, I've made, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I've made brown. And she's like, have you? And I was like, yeah. 
I said, I'm just, instead of going to the, the toilets, I'm just going to go into like the forestry over there. And I just had to, and it was like the walk of shame where you're doing the John Wayne walk. And, nice. And I just had to like take my, take my jeans off. Oh dear Lord. And take my boxes off and like fucking empty them out. And then I used <laughs> my boxes because I was never going to have them boxes back. You don't keep boxes that you shit in them. No. So I kind of used the clean back, the crotch side to clean my arse. <laughs> oh, and then man. I just chucked the boxes in in with the trees and fucking went back in the loo in the uh, pub. And I was just like, "Look, sister, I'm uh, I'm just gonna go to the loo and kind of polished up if you like." Yeah. But that was it was horrific. It did was... You, did you try and sit next to her after you got your pint and she just sort of shuffled away, <laughs> just ever so casually shuffled away? That's actually now that you say that it was um it was a pub where uh. Because it was like near a port and uh, like a small fishing thing. And it was like mainly fishermen used it. And so obviously they come in and they fucking got all crap all over the, you know, what they wear to work and stuff on the boats. And so mm-hmm. they had showers there. They just had these like showers. So I just went and had a shower and then came back in. Because nice. you can't sit back sit, sit next to your sister after you just shit yourself, can you? Unless yeah. you've had a proper shower <clears throat> and like say, look, I've definitely cleaned everything. So don't worry, I'm not going to, you know, sit here stinking yeah so uh yeah we, we've all it's, got um, horror stories haven't we yeah you know everybody's been through these things i mean we, we'll, we'll we're the ones that say it on the show but everybody every even the women even women block the toilets oh yeah you know, you know they do so why, why deny it that's my thing do i ever tell you that story about my friend who went to who was a student at uni and had a shit in his room for like a year what it was, it was, no, you didn't tell me this. <laughs> it was in between courses and he needed a shit really bad. And when you live in halls, you, you have like this the, a hallway basically that has rooms on, on every side. You know, it's like five rooms. And then they have an adjoining kitchen that they all use and a communal toilet that you know, right. they all use. So he rushed back into halls because he needed to get to his next session, his next lesson. And uh, the, somebody was in the bathroom. So he was like, oh, fuck, what am I going to do? And he was in his room. He's like, what the fuck am I going to do? He's like, okay, this is the only thing I can do. And because he's a student, he had his own loo roll in his room. Right, yeah. So he just laid like a load of loo roll on top of a uh, on top of a towel in the middle of his room and just took a shit in the middle of his room. What? Wiped up, uh, quickly scrunched it up into a big ball and then put it in a little baggie. And then because he was embarrassed by it and he didn't know where to put it, you know, he didn't want to put it in the bin and just leave it there. And, you yeah. Know, he put it in the back of his, of his wardrobe in halls. What? And then he went to lesson and then he went out and blah, 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 blah. And then he'd forgotten about it for an entire year. And then when he was cleaning his, his, res- his halls of residence out at the end of the year to move away... He'd found it at the back of his wardrobe. Oh, my God. <laughs> he had his shit in there in a bag in his wardrobe for a year. Was So, like, what did he do with it? I mean, did he just bin it or was... I mean, kind of the sick part of you would be what, intrigued yeah, as definitely. to, like, what's grown. He maintains he just threw it away because I asked the exact same... That was my first question, you know. No way. He says, oh, no, man, it was too too much i just you no man i don't care how sick it sounds you've got to have a look just curiosity yeah just that's that's the the bane of mankind isn't it we're always like what's over that hill you know Mm. what's under that rock you know what's in that cave what's under that skirt yeah exactly curiosity is is man's downfall because that that we're driven by it you know what happens if i do this and so a a shit that has just been fermenting in a bag Mm. I mean, even even if it was a perfectly good piece of meat or something, it would look like you know it would turn into something disgusting. So a shit, a shit that's already like, oh, I don't, I don't even know, man. The mind boggles. But I would definitely have a look. Yeah, I would as well, to be honest. Yeah. So um, 
Wow, we've talked about shit for nearly 20 minutes of the show. Yeah, we'll have to, we'll have to uh, maybe edit this down a little bit because this is kind of uh, weird. Yes. So, apart from uh, going out for drinks on Wednesday, uh, who came out? It was me, you and our friend Ben, and it was my missus came out as well, didn't she? That's right, yeah. At the end of the night. Highlight of my night. Good Lord. Tell you what, your missus, she's so funny, man. She makes me piss. Aw. She, she is, she's fucking hilarious, man. And fit. She, oh yeah! Oh, definitely. First thing you notice is that Ooh. she's fit. Hello. Watch out. Um, but yeah, just just makes me fucking laugh, man. So on to our winner. Don't cheat on her again. Okay, I won't. Or she'll get pissed off and leave you. You just want to. You say want me broken up, don't you? <laughs> kind of. <laughs> Not that I'd have a shot, but you know, make, makes me feel better. I'm like one of those people that if you can't have it, then nobody has it. Or if I can't have it, nobody has it. So that's right. Yeah. So. So should we get on? I guess so. It seems like the thing to do on a podcast. Kind right. of, you know, try and make a podcast. <clears throat> uh, right, who's going to go on with the first story? I'll go first. You'll go first. One. Um, this is in the Sun, my favourite publication. Uh, girlfriend shock over ball boy kick. Oh, oh, this is the um, ball boy being hit by Chelsea players. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the girlfriend of the ball boy kicked by uh, Chelsea's uh, Eden Hazard was shocked as she listened to the dramatic bust-up on the radio her mum said yesterday. Jessica Lamb, 16, uh, had been due to attend the cup match at Swansea but was delayed by snow. Oh, it has yeah. been snowing. It has been snowing again. And what basically happened is, I mean, the, the, ball, came, the ball came to this ball boy and to save time, he grabbed hold of it. And right. sort of laid on top of it. So he was wasting time. Right, made a bit of a meal of... Yeah. 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 Just to just to get his fucking team a bit of extra time. And, you know, this guy came up, the Chelsea player, yeah. came up to him and just kicked the ball from underneath him because he was pissed off at this ball boy for, um, you know, wasting fucking time. Yeah. And the ball boy was basically holding his side going, oh my God, I've been kicked in yeah. the stomach. Oh. All my ribs have gone. So now that, you know, it's not bad enough that football players are fucking taking dives and time wasting and trying to get penalties. Now the ball boys are fucking at it. Yeah. It's a fucking disgrace. And they're all jumping on this Eden Hazard who, who kicked this lad for going like, oh, I bet he's, he's going to be very sorry. And, you know, it's a massive mistake. And, you know, we all get frustrated. I'm like, it's the fucking ball boy being a fucking dickhead. Yeah. And this yeah. is why I don't watch football. It's full of cunts like that. Yeah, you're dead right. You really are so right. And it's like, where does it stop? I mean, are the referees going to start doing it now? Or the spectators and fucking yeah. managers? It's, it's just going to get worse and worse and worse until people driving past the stadium on the way to work are just going to, like, hear a, I don't know... See a football, I just fucking drive into a lamppost and like just start fucking holding his head and then claim extra time for uh, you know one of the teams. Yeah. Um, apparently, she was worried when she heard what had happened and was shocked by it. I think uh, Charlie was really hurt, and he fucking wasn't. He wasn't. He, he really, really he, wasn't. The Chelsea player just came up to him, sort of said, "What the fuck are you doing?" And he kicked the ball from underneath this guy. Yeah. And like, he might have caught him, but like, yeah, he he might have caught him and broken several several of his ribs and ripped his fucking insides out. I don't fucking think so. No. I mean, if you see, if you watch the video, and there's there's a bunch of them on YouTube and stuff, and on you know news websites, and it's like. It's not so much of a... It doesn't, like, bring his leg back and just smash yeah, it. Yeah, give it It's kind of just, like, more of a sticking his toe in to try and get the ball out. It, it, it was nothing. Um, Fucking... <clears throat> you but, know, I'd be ashamed by that. I'd think that people would call him, you know, would call me a pussy because somebody nudged me with the side of the boot and then I was writhing in pain. They've got no shame, have they? Yeah. Um, uh, the star was charged by the FA yesterday with violent conduct. Fuck <clears throat> off. 
A, spokesp- a spokesperson said the uh, player has until 6pm on January the 29th to respond to the charge. Um, Charlie, who's this ball boy, uh, went on Twitter posting to his 100,000 followers now. So, well done, Charlie. You've got a bit of fame, you fuck. Yeah. Um, he, te- he tweeted, crazy 24 hours, spoke to Hazard, and I will not be pressing charges, you fucking hero. Yeah. Because, oh, fucking hell. That, do you know what that is? That's a fucking payoff. You know, he, fucking someone that represents this football player has gone has gone up to this fucking pussy and said, look, if you press charges, then he's not going to be able to play football for so long and, you know, might get banned by the FA. Mm. So if you don't press charges, here's a bit of money for you. It's all a Keep big fucking con. Yeah, and there'll be, um, what's it called? You know, when, the, when they get like, a, not a restraining order, but, you know, when... So you're not allowed to go to the press about it, right? Yeah, uh, Daniel order, whatever. Yeah, like what Ryan Giggs did because he banged his brother's girlfriend or something like that, right? Um, and that's what <laughs> they're point. It's just fucking. It, it's all bullshit. There's so. Why can't they just play a game? Play football. Why can't yeah, they just play I'm a game of game, Seriously, it gets to the point where I'd rather not go to a match. I'd rather go down to like my local fucking field and just like watch a fucking you yeah. know bunch of lads play five a side and on a piece of astroturf. Because at least you don't get any of that rolling round fucking nonsense. Yeah. It's bollocks. Uh, apparently, Charlie and Eden talked about what had happened and both apologised. They shook hands and went their separate ways. There was no bad feelings. Hmm. But it's just this... All it is is it's massive blow-up. And, and this, like I say, the only person that's been penalised is the player. And the player's been made to feel like a cunt and stuff and all this bollocks. And he's had to apologise and he's had to do this, that and the other. And he's been charged and all this crap. And yet... Everybody's uh, hailing this Charlie, whatever the fuck his name is, as a as a fucking local hero or something. But it's, I, I, you know what? I hope he's got cancer. Charlie Morgan, that's his name. Sorry. Charlie Morgan. I think I'm going to start a Facebook page or some kind of petition, you know, to you know for someone to shoot him because he's a cunt. Yeah, he's a, a pussy as well. Yeah, I'll just throw that in. As there. a dirty, cheating little fucking pussy bastard cunt. There we go. That's what I think of him. There we go. And I hope he's got. Cancer AIDS. Yeah, I, I hope so too. Yeah. I hope he's got AIDS and his AIDS has got cancer. Brilliant. <laughs> on his face. <laughs> um, Not much hate there. Shall I, uh, shall I run with the story? Sure. Well, I've got a, a story about, um, well, the Mali Ma- army. Um, that's, that's a bit of a tongue twister. The Mali army uh, used gunshot sounds in training. Um... <laughs> And as usual with Anorak, they've fucking bastardised the story by trying to make it funny themselves. So I've skimmed over it before the show. And basically, Marley uh, on this uh, rifle training ground, um, they are using gunshot sounds uh, instead of using live rounds. Brilliant. Um, Like, Yeah, soldiers... There's a bit of a thing here. Soldiers are encouraged to make their own sounds. Faced with this option, smart soldiers... A lot for kaboom! Oh fucking! They've gone into fucking funny stuff again. It's, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> but they're not wrong. Though, um, but know. yeah, basically, it's there's a shortage of ammunition, so that's right. why they're making um, cuts. yeah, they're making sounds. Uh, there is a video, and obviously you can't see this video because it's a podcast. Uh, but you can listen to the sounds that they're making. I'll play yeah. you. A, a, they're a an section. African army, aren't they? Just to clarify. Yeah. After, yeah. Yeah. So I'm playing it through my Kindle, so... A défaut d'avoir suffisamment de munitions, les militaires 
I just love in the background, there's just a constant. Do you think being in the army, though, they could come up with more realistic or better sounds or more dramatic sounds than just yeah. like boom, 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 boom? Yeah. It, oh, it, the thing is, as well, is, I mean, I'm not trying to say that Africa has always got a war on, but it, in fact, it's always got a war on. <laughs> and the thing is, if, like, the, the, I don't know, the country or whatever, next to Mali or whatever it is, um, they're going to be like, right, they haven't even got enough rounds to train. So why don't we invade them while they've got no bullets? Because we've got quite a lot here. Yeah. So you're kind of saying, oh, we'll, we'll, we'll make this video where we're all making sounds because we haven't got any ammunition. But let's just not hope that anyone else hears it. Yeah. Otherwise, I'll know that we haven't got any fucking bullets to fight <laughs> back with. I mean, I don't know. They must have been under some fucking budget constraints in that country. It's like the perfect time to invade. It is. It fucking, do you know I think we should? Me and you. Do, do you fancy? Yeah. Well, let I me mean, finish If this we've beer. got one bullet, then we've got more than them. <laughs> so uh, we'll just go in and it'll be like, yeah, we've got a bullet. That's more than you. That makes us king of Mali, I think. That's probably how the law goes. Mali. So, um, yeah. Mali's got no bullets, so feel free to invade. Is the story there? That that should be one of the taglines on our forthcoming T-shirts. Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. Oh, he's got no bullets. Boom, Let's invade. Boom, 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 boom. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll put a link on that on our Facebook as always. Yeah. Why not? <clears throat> why not? Indeed. Right. What have you got? What have I got? I've got a stick of awesome. Um. Okay. Headline. I didn't know uh, sex with thirteen-year-old was illegal. Right. Um. Not much of a defence there, is it? Uh, 18-year-old student blames Muslim teachings. Oh, right, yeah. See, religion's brilliant for everything, especially a cop-out. Uh, a student who had sex with a 13-year-old girl claimed he didn't know it was illegal because of his strict Muslim upbringing, a court heard yesterday. Brilliant. Fuck off. Yeah. I, it's better than the insanity play, isn't it, that? Yeah. Fantastic. Is, you know, like, sorry, before you get into this story, you know, if you was like... If, if language wasn't invented... Or writing, or any kind of way of communicating with anyone else. Right. If that was never invented, yeah. So basically, we was just like six and a half billion people roaming around on Earth, and we couldn't communicate to each other. We couldn't say laws, or we couldn't talk about it, or write them down. And so, and you saw a thirteen-year-old girl. Do you think that instinctively you'd know it would be wrong to have sex with her? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Without without having to be told that it's wrong, do you think you would instinctively know that it was wrong? Yeah, okay. you, you kind of would, wouldn't you? I th I mean, I'd like imagine to think so. so. Yeah, you'd imagine so. I mean, and also, you know, from the fact that she was probably kicking and screaming and crying, that's another giveaway that she probably doesn't want want to have <laughs> sex with you, mate. Um, Hold on, don't edit mate out because there's a cunt. <laughs> okay, will do. Adil Rashid, who is uh, eighteen met the girl on Facebook and groomed her for two months before booking a hotel where they had sex. Nice. Doesn't it have your, your age and stuff on, on your Facebook? Huh? Doesn't it have your age and details on Facebook? Or 
Uh, well, uh, you don't have to. You can do. All right, okay. But when cops arrested him, he claimed he did not know about the age of consent uh, because of his Muslim education uh, in a madrasa school. He said he had been taught a woman was no more worthy than a lollipop dropped on the ground. Wow. Wow. Now, that's the kind of people I want in my country. See, you, Fuck you, off. when he kind of says, oh, because of my Muslim teachings, I didn't really realise. You think, oh, because it's a strict Muslim thing and he doesn't really have much contact with women. No, he just thinks that all women are absolutely fucking pieces of shit worthless. Yeah. Piece of crap. That doesn't make it any better. No, you're it's right. Like, yeah, I was just raping her because I didn't give a shit that she yeah. was a girl. I, yeah, because I'm allowed to because I'm a man. And she's not worth the shit on my shoes. Uh, Nottingham Crown Court heard that Rashid met the girl on Facebook and had chatted and texted with her for two months. Last July, he travelled from his home in Birmingham, so he's a brummie, uh, having booked a hotel uh, room in Nottingham. Uh, he met the girl in the city centre and they went to the hotel and had sex. They left two hours later. I'm assuming she's a bit of a slag. You'd think so. Uh, Rashid was arrested on the following week after the girl told a school pal what it had happened. The friend then told a teacher who alerted the police. That's clearly one of the cases that there's one smart friend and one stupid friend. Yeah. Um, Julius Smart, defending, uh, had told an earlier hearing that Rashid had been educated in a madrasa, I assume that's some sort of Muslim school thing, and had uh, little experience of women. But that's not what this is about. He's said by his own mouth that he just doesn't give a shit about women. Yeah. Uh, the barrister said he told a psychologist after his arrest that he did not know that having sex with a 13-year-old girl was against the law. Well, do you live in a box, mate? Yeah. I know you've got an upbringing, but you must live in this society and have some knowledge of law. Yeah. It's it's everywhere. Sex offences and all yeah. that, it's everywhere. Why, I mean, why, you know when you was 13, did anyone have sex with you? Right, there was probably a reason for that, mate. So, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Or why, why did like some fucking paedophile try and fiddle with you when you was 13? It's because they're fucking not allowed to, mate. Take a hint. Ah, oh, just... Fucking hell! The court was told he had later felt bad about having sex with her. Um, Judge Michael Stokes um, said he's had an unusual education. So yeah, religious. Yeah. Yeah, he has had a, a fucked up, weird, uh, you know, unusual education. It's called religious teaching. Mm-hmm. Um, certainly, in terms of the sexual education provided, comparing women to lollipops is a very curious way of teaching young men about sex. Yeah, you curious. Being, yeah, that's the wrong word, my friend. You're a, oh. The judge added Rashid must have known it was illegal unless he was going around with his eyes shut. He also noted Rashid's school taught that, s- that sex outside of marriage was forbidden. So he was just breaking out of his uh, sexual repression. Judge Stokes described Rashid as passive and said sending him to jail might cause him more damage than good. Oh, Rash- fuck off. Yeah, brilliant. Rashid was sentenced to nine months in a youth custody suspended for two years. So there's the what British system absolute, going for you. So basically, he's had sex with a 13-year-old girl and got away with it, even though everyone knows about it. The fucking police know about it, the courts know about it, and and he's been allowed to fucking walk the streets. Yep. Because, he, you know, he had religious upbringing, so that's fair enough. He could do whatever he wants. Didn't know. <sighs> what is this world coming to, John? I'm going to have a drink. Yeah, I've been drinking through that story to try and fucking cope. Right, I'll get on with the story. I'll say something cheerful because you've bummed us all out, John. Sorry, mate. Um, I've got a story about pigeons. <laughs> hey, we all love pigeons on this show. Well, actually, no one likes pigeons, do they? What? No one likes a pigeon because but... what do they do? All over your car? They shit they all over They shit all over, over your everything. fucking car. All over the town centres, everywhere. Yep. 
everywhere. And I think we've all had like a horror story where they've shit on you or you've put your hand in some. Apparently, it's good luck to put your hand in bird shit. No. No. It's, it's dangerous. Yeah, it's bad luck because you've just put your hand in, in bird shit. Yeah, bacteria so, and disease. And... Yeah. So, anyway. But these uh, London people. London. Uh, that's technical. Uh, I've tried to... Well, they've tinkered with uh, the pigeon's digestive system, so they defecate soap. That right, is yes. That is... Um, that's, um, that's what it is. Uh, the project leader explains, uh, like other birds, pigeons can uh, be fun company, but they are also messy. Adding, the bird will be fed a specially designed diet. Uh, the individuals behind the idea claim they are using synthetic biology to create the bacteria that will modify the m- metabolism of the birds. Basically, uh, this special diet right. is going to kind of alter what this what the shit's going to be like, and it's going to be like more of a, a soapy substance. I've got about fifteen things to say, but right. do you want to carry on? I'll carry on a little bit. It says the idea behind it is uh, that it will clean the city. That's what it said. That it will clean the city. I'm sorry, but bird shit soap, I'm not going to... You know, if you had a fucking bar of soap in your your bathroom and it said on the label, made with bird shit, I'm not washing my hands with it. (laughs) I'd rather piss on my hands and rinse them off and dry them with a towel. I'd feel more clean. Oh, Lord. But, yeah, apparently, it's to to clean the city. It will, you know... um, it's it's soap and so they'll shit this soap everywhere, um, and then it'll rain, and that right, should okay. clean the city. <laughs> I mean, no, in a really yeah. fucked up way, it kind of makes sense. <laughs> Much in the same way that I don't know, someone can come up with the idea that vomit will fucking turn to gold and then you can sell it. You know, it's a nice idea, but you're fucking nuts. <laughs> That's what was the, one of the things I was going to say. It says, like, um, the spokesperson told us, it's like, who do you think he was speaking to? And do you think their response was, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Definitely. It's got to be. Because who, 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 who had the idea to do this? Why would you have... There is a video, a bit of a video. It... And, I mean, it, it's... Uh, I'll, I'll play it. Like other birds, pigeons can be fun company, but they are also messy. Well, a London-based innovative organization has developed a plan to make the city a cleaner place. Instead of ridding the pigeons, the group wants to use them in a novel experiment. The birds will be fed a specially designed diet. The individuals behind the idea claim that they are using synthetic biology to create the bacteria, which (laughs) will modify the metabolism of the birds. The pigeons will in turn produce and defecate. Get ready for this. Soap. Hopefully the project will not only clean up the city, but also change the public's perception of pigeons. So, that's that. It will o- <laughs> It's only going to clean up the spots where the birds shit. Yeah. So, where the birds all congress and shit all over everything, they're going to have the real clean ledges. But there's going to be little patches of clean all over the city. Yeah. It doesn't work. Yeah. It's not going to magically clean the entire city completely and consistently. You need a, a hoover for something like that. To, <laughs> a nice even finish. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll train elephants to shit out soap yeah. and then bring them into London so there's big fucking batches of fucking soap that can wash through the streets. Let's tie brushes to the homeless. <laughs> yeah. 
Fuck it, do right. Well, right. Yeah. Let's feed them the diet and then get them to shit everywhere. <laughs> Why not that? That's about as balmy as these guys. <laughs> fucking feeding these birds fucking Sanex. <laughs> Brilliant. Christ. Yeah, that's madness. And he also, didn't he also say that the, the fun to be with pigeons? When yeah. the fuck are pigeons fun to be with? I, I've never had I've, fun with a pigeon. I've never had a good night out with a pigeon. Uh, you know what? Actually, I have had fun with a pigeon. It was one time when I was out for Christmas drinks and I got pissed off and there was a pigeon there and I ran up and you know how you try and boot birds and they yeah. always fly off? This one didn't fucking see me. I just fucking booted it one. It just went... And just laid there and I think I killed it. Because I really went for a big fucking boot. Yeah. And I was like, it'll fly off. Is I was thinking this whole run up, I was thinking it'll fly off. It'll fly off. Anytime now it's going to fly off. It, this, as I'm swinging, it's going to fly off. Yeah. Smack. And then it was dead. dead and so I kind of just like... I think I just kicked it underneath like one of those uh, wheelie bins. <laughs> Brilliant. I was going to say, the only fun time you can have with a pigeon is with a pellet gun. Yeah. Brilliant fun times. That would be a better way of cleaning up the city is to kill all the pigeons. Well, how about just clean the city up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're right. Oh, humans made the mess. We, we should be responsible for That's our right. own mess. Uh, 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 ideal world bullshit. Captain Planet. What? I'll tell you what. Do you know how how to deal with... The problem of like cities being dirty and stuff. Go on. Just just be okay with having a dirty city. Yeah, this worst just, things. Go, yeah, go, just go, be just be cool with it. Tell you what, pigeon pigeon scientists, <laughs> work on cancer for a bit. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. the police pulling you over for a, for not indicating or something. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just you've got nothing better. You know what I mean? Nothing Hold on. Better to you do. Know, sorry, mate. I know, I know you've just pulled me over for not indicating, but there's a guy driving down the street down the street just fucking firing a shotgun out of his out of his sunroof. Yeah, I know, but I, I'm, I'm pulling you over. It seems like more worthwhile use of my time. Like, yeah, but he's he's killing lots of people. Yeah, but I've pulled you over. I need to deal with you. Yeah, I'll it, deal with him later. It's just so they're there. We know they're there. You know, it's just to get a bit of a, a police presence. You know, they can deal with uh, non-indicators, but they can't deal with like drug trafficking or prostitution. Yeah, um, it's a bit like that with these scientists. They're just trying to solve the uh, the pigeon shit problem because cancer's kicking the shit out of them. So, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um. Okay, next story. Hospital tape dummy to sick baby's mouth. Oh, dear. It's another another scandal here at the NHS. A baby struggling to breathe had a dummy taped into its mouth at a, uh, a scandal-hit hospital. The pacifier is... Pacifier? That's an American word, surely. Yeah. Is believed to have been fixed to a premature twin, um, Mason's Fellows, in intensive care to stop him crying. His wow. mum, Sarah, who gave birth to Mason and brother, Reese. Uh, two and a half months early, said, I'm so angry, he could have suffocated. Uh, a worker at Stafford Hospital... Yeah, pretty much, yeah. yeah. ...had been suspended while cops investigate. So it was uh, a, a worker. What, I'd, I'd hope a nurse or a, a doctor. Yeah. Not just, like, the janitor or, you know... <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> the guy who, like, fucking refills the fucking snack machine. The, the grandmother said, uh, I am so furious... How can a human being do this to an innocent, defenceless baby? To my mind, this is nothing less than torture. I have been, uh, I have been bedbound by a stroke. But if I had ever get my hands on the person who did this, they would wish they were never born. I like that more than the mother's, which was, um, I'm so angry he could have suffocated. I like the, the grandmother. She sounds like a right fucking fiery brimstone bitch. Yeah. Uh, Fulton uh, Home Mason had been taken to Scandal Play Stafford Hospital with breathing problems. There's a problem though. If you take a, hos- a, 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 a sick baby to a scandal-ridden hospital, yeah. you're going to expect a scandal. Yeah, it's all more, there. more than likely. Yeah, 
He had only just uh, returned home after being treated with twin Reese at Birmingham Children's Hospital, where mom Sarah, who was 28, had kept a bedside vigil. So she took a night off, and that's what happened. Bad yeah. parenting, actually. Bad parenting. Uh, yeah, and blah, 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 blah. That's about it. You know, there's pros- there's prosecutions up the wazoo, and uh, yeah, it's just not the NHS back a few more steps. Thank you, uh, worker. Yeah. Yeah, it's Stafford in, Hospital. Don't take any anybody in Stafford listening. Don't go to Stafford. Go somewhere else. Yeah, it, it's scandal ridden. Says it in the newspaper. <laughs> scandal ridden. It's ridden with scandal. <laughs> there's like scandals walking around, and you know there's fucking scandal on your plate, and you know Doctor Scandal comes in and tries to give you some scandal yeah. for your scandal yeah, cancer. Inject some scandal right into your vein. Yeah, I I, I do. <laughs> it's horrible, but I do not, like the my, idea. My comedy isn't very clever, John. I'm sorry. That's <laughs> no, fine. No, it's beautiful. But I do love the idea of just a nurse getting fucking baby. Where's that fucking duct tape? <laughs> yeah. Slap straight on the face. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Um, the caring nurses. But you know what? That really annoys me though, because like 99.99% <clears throat> of nurses are the loveliest people. They are just there just to help and. The wages are bad, but they do it because it's a good job. And then you just get some fucking clown that does this, hmm. and it's like, oh, nurses do this, <clears throat> nurses do that. Well, we've got to look into hospital regulations. Yeah, and oh, yeah, scandal hospitals. Should we have the NHS? Uh... Yeah, that's well, it. do without it. Yeah. All right, then. See what happens. Yeah, you, you're dead right. It's like it's like cars. It's like, you know, people are like, oh, cars are dangerous, you know. Cause you know you have a crash in the car and you might die. Yeah, well I take that chance because I like driving. Yes. I'm not going to stop driving because there's a because there's a small chance I might dink another car and have to pay a few hundred quid excess. I'm okay with that. Yeah. And much in the same way that if I go to hospital and I've broken my leg, and a nurse comes over and spills a coffee on me, I'm fine with it because she's healing my leg. Mm. I mean I know in this case that you know she's. Taping dummies into her baby's mouth and, you know, stopped it from breathing so much. I mean, yeah, that's kind of crap. <laughs> but, you know, don't it, don't exacerbate it. The thing is, you can't reason with a baby. You can't go up to it and go, just keep it down. No. Just keep it down. Stop being so fucking antisocial. Yeah, you just, you, if it's crying, what you've got to do normally is either stop it crying by, you know, normal methods, pick it up and... You know, yeah. rocket or something, or just let it cry. Yeah. Just be okay with it crying. You know, I mean, if this person taped a, a dummy to this baby, then it obviously works on the pediatric ward. So it's around babies quite a lot. You'd think this nurse well, yeah. or whoever's done it, and well, that's what I'm assuming. And so, what is she not okay with babies crying? I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, but maybe I, I just still get rid main- of that one. I still maintain it's a janitor. I yeah. don't think it's an actual nurse. Ugh, yeah. So um yeah, don't do that. Don't tape dummies to things. And if you're worried about that kind of thing as a parent, don't have a baby. Yeah. Or if it's dying, don't take it to hospital because it might get worse. Hmm. Keep it home and just hope things pan out. Yeah. And if it doesn't, you know, this, if you've got a spare uh, pillow sack. <laughs> yeah. And a shovel. Oh. Done. Oh. Dark. That's dark. Very dark. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, right. Now, I'll see if I've got another. Another video. Am I doing the cheering up videos and you're doing the whole fucking... The downplay. The, you know, the, oh, yeah, everyone's dying and everyone's fucking unhappy and blah, blah, blah. I have, I have a video that links to the baby issue, if that's of interest. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. Oh, are you doing that now or...? Sure. Uh, yeah, why, not? why not? 
<laughs> car crash throws baby into oncoming traffic. <laughs> oh dear. This is something that's not really going to be for. It's not really. It's not even a very audible video. But I think we'll get Jay's reaction, okay. and we'll post it on the uh, Facebook page as always. Here we go. All right, we're playing now. Whoa, big spin. Whoa, ow. Holy shit. The fucking babies. Whoa. Whoa, whoa. That's mad. Jesus. How does the fucking baby come out of the car? That's ridiculous. Don't drive off. Get your baby. What the fuck? Don't drive. The parents up the... Basically, what happens Fucking is... Fucking hell. They smash the back of the car into another car and it spins. And as it's spinning, the baby gets flung out of the car seat into the oncoming lane. And a, a huge articulated lorry nearly runs this baby over. The Whoa. great thing is, is the parents eventually stop when they realise. And then they go back for their, wash, their, their items that have spilled out into the road. Which include a baby. Which include <laughs> a baby, yeah. That is, that is really, really mad. I mean, how, how did it... Get out. I mean, they must not have put the seatbelt seat on, kid. That's what the story's about, is, you know, highlighting the dangers of not putting seatbelts on children. That's fucked up, though, man. So, I mean, that that was a big-ass lorry, yeah. and that was barreling towards that little kid. I know, it could have been so fucking much worse. hell. There you go. Right, well, I've got a nice little fucking Twinkle Toe story about, you know, uh, it's a Facebook thing. You know all these pages where it says, oh, if I get a million likes, I'm going to, you know, stick a foot, foot to my head or... You know, if I get 15 million likes, I'm going to, you know, fart at the moon for a week. I don't know. Some fucking crazy shit. Nice. And so this guy is like, he's put, posted a picture on his Facebook uh, with this girl sat next to him. And he's holding a sign saying, Catherine says that if I can get 1 million likes, she'll have sex with me. Please share and like. Um, and brilliantly, like... Uh, <laughs> Within a week, <laughs> millions of Facebook, uh, uh, millions of Facebook users um, liked the photo. That's and, brilliant. Um, That's what the internet should be used for. That's what and, Facebook should be for. Yeah, it should be getting getting Poontang. Um, so Catherine doesn't give a second name. Uh, oh yeah, it does. Sorry, Catherine Kverning told oh, yeah. Norway's Netavisen, which is I think is their version of. TV, like watered down, it's like TV diet. Um, so that she'll keep a promise. So he's he's got a load of people, a load of people that he doesn't know to like a photo, and that gets him sex. I'm 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 kind of getting the gist here that she's a bit of a slag, <laughs> yeah, and that say. she's easy to get into her knickers. So I think when I get home tonight, I'm gonna put a picture up of me holding a, you know a similar sign saying Catherine, if you're out there. Uh, <laughs> If if this picture gets three likes, <laughs> you'll have sex with me for a week. Yeah, why a million? Yeah. Why not but, just what, like... Yeah, why make it hard? Yeah, that hard. And didn't you get more than a million? Oh, yeah, right, it says millions. So that would be a perfect way of this woman work, because that's a proper woman thing, isn't it? Well, I, I said a million, I didn't say six million, so yeah. deal's off, mate. Oh, no, I, I don't think she's that smart. No. She's, I mean, she's not the worst-looking girl, but she's kind of got that really vacant look. You know, as if to say, like, uh, you know, oh, it, 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 when it rains, that's because God's upset and he's crying, and and the sea's there because someone a long time ago left the tap on, and, and oh yeah, that look, yeah, that, <laughs> you know, 
the look that you know that kind of says that she still thinks that babies are delivered by storks. I get you. You know, right? So I mean, um, the thing what I like though is like yeah. you say she's a bit of a slug, and I agree because when this news team or whatever it was asked her if she was gonna actually have sex with this lad, she actually responded and said, "Yeah, pretty much." Why didn't she say, mind your own fucking business? Fuck you. What are you talking yeah. to me for? That's a British woman. That's what she'd do. She'd yeah. say, fuck you. Yeah. Fuck off, Sky. It's not your fucking business. I do what mm. I want. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, But, you know, good story then. That, that's a good um, way of getting... That's such a straightforward... That should be like a Facebook law or, or uh, you know, social law that if you post on Facebook and you get a million likes, you have to have sex with the individual that posts the picture. Yeah. You just have to. It's law. Yeah. If you I... get a million likes, sex. <laughs> done and done. That would cut yeah. loneliness in half. It would do. Because <laughs> I assume there's a loneliness poll out there. You are. And the thing is, is that, you know, it's the geeks that get all these likes on the th- on the photos and stuff because they've all got like those, they just go around adding everyone, don't they? All these Facebook nerds. And they just had like loads of they had all the other fucking Facebook nerds and they're like, oh I've got seven thousand friends on Facebook, mm. but one of them's real and it's your mum. And it, <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, but then they're the ones that get all these photos that have got like a thousand likes and it's just a picture of a cat with its fucking paw stuck in a milk bowl and it's like like this if you think cats are funny, lols. And then it's like, and it's got fucking thousands of likes. I'm like, how has this got thousands of likes? Mm. It's the it's the most fucking boring, benign, redundant picture I've ever seen. And it's fucking spreading like wildfire. And this guy's like fucking masturbating. <laughs> Everyone likes me so much. Ooh, they love my photo. Ooh, fuck off. Seriously. But they'll, by your law, they'll be the ones getting all the sex. Oh, okay. So, I didn't think yeah. of that. So, I think I think if someone's picture gets a million likes, they have to have the dick lopped off <laughs> because you're that much of a fucking dork that you've obviously got no life and you've got no in, you've got no intention of using that dick or from fucking slapping it around your own face. I almost wish I had him on my friends thing because if I'd seen that post, I'd have just I wouldn't have liked it. I'd have just left a comment saying I really don't have to get a million likes to have a girl have sex with me. You know, I can actually just get a girl to have sex with me. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I had sex with a girl because she wanted to have sex with me. It's social pressure in there, isn't it? Yeah. It's like it's like these million people say you should do it, so I think you should do it. It's a form of rape, Jay. He's a it, rapist. Yeah, he's yeah, he's just raped her. He's yeah, he's socially pressured her um, into an action that she doesn't want to do. Yeah, I, I think we should go to police with that. Well, he'll only get a fucking suspended sentence. Yeah. Cunt. Cunt. Right, well, I haven't got any more stories left, so I'm going to sit here and drink. Good Lord. Okay, I'll go on to my... I've got two more. Um, Make it quick. Okay. I'm bored. Grandma killed by her daughter's cockatiel. <laughs> a grandmother of of 13 died from an... Fucking 13? Jesus Christ. Uh, from an allergic reaction to her daughter's pet cockatiel. An inquest heard yesterday. Lillian Ker- uh, Kershaw, who was 84, good innings, suffered bird fancier's lung. What? After inhaling dust from Charlie's feathers and droppings when his cage was cleaned. Wow. That's 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 that must, that's one hell of a death certificate, isn't it? Yeah. Brilliant. Dust from feather and and shit. <laughs> In lung, dead. <laughs> I'm not sure that a medical examiner is going to pass that on a death certificate. Birdman die lung shit poo dust. Deal with it. 
Her daughter Denise got the bird nine nine years ago, and despite never handling it, the uh, ex-mill worker uh, of Manchester became increasingly breathless. Ah, oh, breathless. Last night, Denise, who is now 56, said, In hindsight, it is a wonderful thing. If we had known, we would never have got Charlie. Ah, okay. Other birds said to cause the illness include uh, pigeons, parakeets, uh, budgerigars, parrots, turkeys and chickens. Uh, Rochdale coroner Simon Nelson recorded a verdict of accidental death. Well, on accidental, this bird is fuck it, it's a crazy maniacal killer. And there's a sort of there's a there's an ironic little side story sitting here. A prize-winning budgie breeder may have been killed by the droppings from his flock of 200 birds. And in Crossroads yesterday, George Hill, who was 79, of Swaddling Coat in Derby, had a heart attack brought on by respiratory disease um, and pulmonary fibrosis. He bred budgies for over 34 years. Wow. There you go. So stay away from birds. Have you um, have you ever had any incidents with a bird, John? Real birds. You mean women or no feather birds? I've never, I've never really been around birds. Well, neither have I too much. But um, obviously we've got you know I've got some cats at home, and they will bring in the the occasional sparrow or pigeon or other fucking birds. I can get shit about. Yeah, they did it on the show. <sighs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, was that a bird or a mouse? Oh, it might have been a mouse. I think it, yeah, I think it was a mouse. But anyway, uh, one time I, we used to have this fucking crazy fucking cat called lulu and she was she was fucking nuts she was mental she was bringing these big fuck off pigeons mm. bigger than her i mean she was <laughs> only a tiny little thing but she was she just had this like fucking look about her she was blind in one eye and she had one ear that like the tip had been ripped off when she'd been in a fight she was like a scally cat with a fucking yeah Oh man, she was nasty. Ghetto cat. Yeah, fucking from the streets, y'all, motherfucker, black, black, kind of shit. Oh yeah, yeah. Was she black by it? She was, ironically. <laughs> um, so yeah, and one time she bought this fucking pigeon in, and I was like, fucking hell. So I goes to, I bends over to get it, starts flapping around. I'm like, fucking hell, Lulu, you haven't fucking killed it. And so like, I'm trying to like catch this fucking half dead flapping around bird. It's flapping all around the living room. And so I managed to catch it. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. No, I wasn't doing that. So anyway. So I caught this pigeon and I was like, it's it this thing is gonna die. Right. You know, you could you know, there's blood pissing out the side of it where she'd fucking bitten off of it. And so I was like, what would anyone else do? Fucking put it down. Right. And so what I learned after this is to to kill a bird, you've got to like pull the neck, pull it, yeah. You and you know, uh, it can't because it detaches all the spine and shit. But what I did is that I tried to twist the neck because you know, if you tried to kill a person by you know, by breaking the neck, you'd twist it, wouldn't you? Yes, you know, that's I, what, yes, you know, in all the Rambo films, you twist the, the head, it breaks the neck, and then the die. So right. I thought, same applies to this pigeon. So I fucking twist this neck all the way round. And this thing, it fucking flaps more and more. And it's like, shit, no. I'm hurting it now. So I twist this neck. I, I twist the head round twice. <laughs> it's like Exorcist. It, yeah. Seriously, I twisted it round twice. Didn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah, that would have been hilarious. That been but great. this thing was still flapping. And so that was when I kind of, I twisted and then I pulled. And then I, boom, just 
went lifeless. Nice. I was like, pulled, you know, I just killed it. But I was like, I really shot myself because I was like, you know, twisting this head round. It must have gone round like two and a half times and it was still flapping. Oh, man. It's fucking nice. nuts. Yeah. Feathers everywhere. Fucking bird blood everywhere. It's not like I just fucking <laughs> eating a fucking golden eagle or something. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. With birds. With birds. But it's one of those things you always think about, like if you're ever going to run over an animal or kill something, you know, I, I, I'm always petrified when I'm driving because I've never done this as of yet, that I'll hit like a, a pet or a dog mm. or a cat. And what am I going to do if it's sort of like you know, fidgeting on the side of the road and I'm going to have to find a brick and just smash its fucking head in. <laughs> yeah. I mean, speaking from a, as a, you know, owner of a pet, if anybody hit my cat, hmm. as as fucking pissed off as I'd be, um, I'd rather you take it to the vet and then say, look, I've hit this cat. What did I do? And then the vet will either go, we'll have to put it down and inform the owners or we'll try and save it and stuff. And then, because we, you know, we happened to us when my cat Perry got ravaged by a dog. And... um. It got taken to the vets, and we got landed with like a two grand bill. Fucking hell. But we paid it because we love a cat. And I'm sure most pet owners would be, not happy to, but they'd rather be landed with a two grand bill than to have someone, you know, oh, here's your cat back. Sorry, it's dead. I had to smash it with a brick. <laughs> you know, I'm pretty sure that would be the lesser of two evils, if you like. I suppose, yeah. Um... So uh, put put the brick back, John. Well, Jay, go, going on from that, I think we'll leave the dead animals now. Yeah. We'll go from there. It's been snowing like fuck in Derby. It has. Just recently. Inches of it. Inches. Inches. More more than two. In fact, we built a snowman. We did. After the after last week's show. It's still there. Is it still there? Yeah. Brilliant. Uh, 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 like, half the face is like, looks like it's a stroke victim now. And it's like locked <laughs> to one side, but it's still there. It's fucking hard work. It was. It fucking was like, hell. what, a couple of hours, three hours? Yeah, I mean, we did it. It was late at night. It was like 11 o'clock after the show last week. <laughs> yeah. And we must have been out there until about nearly one o'clock in the morning. Yeah, no, it was, it was about half past three, man. Oh, it might have been, yeah. Yeah, it was. It, it was, was later, yeah. Yeah, about half past three. We started around then. We probably had some beers after the show, <laughs> so we were pissed as well. <laughs> yeah. In the freezing cold at night and Jay's gone. <laughs> now it starts to make sense. Yeah, now it starts to come clear. But anyway, um, a story here. Cleaning fairy... Uh, arrested after shoveling snow without permission, Jay. What? I know. The Ohio woman dubbed the cleaning fairy, which looks like the cleaning crack fairy, <laughs> yeah. by local uh, media because she broke into a home and cleaned it without permission, was arrested on Tuesday after police found her shoveling snow from a driveway without the owner's consent, police said. You could understand her maybe being arrested for breaking into people's houses and cleaning them. Yeah, that's fucked up. She's still doing a service, though. I mean, yeah. Um... Uh... Police, uh, police in a city 30 miles southwest of Cleveland, I don't know why they're being this specific, arrested Susan Warren uh, on an outstanding warrant stemming from the separate incident last year when she entered a, sub a suburban uh, Cleveland home, did some light cleaning and left a note charging the owner $75. Right, now nah, that's fucked up. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Uh, she could face jail time for a... Um, for a probation violation, but no charges have been brought for a unsolicited snow shoveling. That's just gay. A police department, uh, an Aaliyah police department spokeswoman, 
told Reuters on Tuesday. Uh, last November, Warren pleaded guilty to attempted burglary and trespassing in connection with the house cleaning incident in May. Isn't it just like trespassing? Yeah, isn't it burglary? No. Um, according to Sherry Bush, the owner... Sherry Bush, brilliant. The owner of the home, she called Warren to question if she had cleaned the wrong home by mistake and was told by Warren that there was no mistake and that she does this all the time and thought she was doing Bush a favour. Which, you're charging her for the favour, mate. Yeah, it's I not mean, a favour, that's just work. Warren was arrested and given one year of probation. She violated the terms of her probation earlier this month, triggering the warrant for her arrest, according to the blah, 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 blah court, Crown Courts. The courts did not specify that Warren did what Warren did to violate the probation for the third time. So, it's kind of, I don't really know where to go with the story because, I mean, she's obviously fucked in the head if she keeps, like, if she breaks into people's homes, cleans up, and then leaves a bill on the doorstep. Yeah. That's kind of fucked up. But yes. the shoveling snow. Yeah, you think. Unless you, you try to, you know, if someone came and shoveled snow on my drive, I'd just look out the window and be like, oh, nice one, mate. Do you want a tenner for that? Or, you know, go make a cup of tea, right? And they'll be like, yeah, yeah, or no, no, it's all right. And yeah. then that'll be it. I mean, I've got old neighbours where I live, and I'm pretty sure if I went around and shoveled the snow off their drive, I don't think they'd be that unhappy about it. So They'd probably buy a box of chocolates, you'd think, at least. Yeah, or some Werther's Originals. Some speed. Let's hope so, yeah. <laughs> the thing is, I was about to say, like, if, if you woke up early one morning and you just looked out your front window and you saw just someone shoveling your snow and you thought, oh, wow, and then you saw them pin a little note to, like, your front door and then they walked off and then you just looked at the note and you said, okay, you owe me 70, 70 quid. Yeah. What would you do with the note? I'd eat it. Yeah. I'd I just spit it. I just screw it up and throw it on the floor and then go back and eat my breakfast. <laughs> I'd, I'd write. I'd, I'd. I think I'd like shovel all the snow onto her drive and say, <laughs> "You owe me seventy pound for I don't know equipment to make your own snowman." Yeah. Did you see that on eBay? No, I did not. <laughs> there was um. Uh, it was a picture I got sent to me on Facebook, and uh, it was a picture of someone's back garden, um, with obviously like a half a foot of snow on it. And um and it was like an eBay thing and it you know started off as fifty quid. Right. And and the item was for a uh, um a make a build your own snowman equipment or something like that. Right. And so people were like bidding on basically the snow in this back guy in this guy's backyard to make a snowman out of it. I haven't explained it very well because awesome. it was much funnier when I saw the picture. <laughs> no, I'm just kinda of wondering. Is it his snow? Well yeah. He just took a picture of his back garden and then said, you know, is the equipment, is the materials to build a snowman and but, then try to charge people for it. And people s- were bidding on it as well. Yeah, I suppose you could sell it. I suppose you could s- you sell, can sell it. You sell anything, I, can't I guess, you? Like, Within reason. Yeah, I mean... If you were, if somebody put, like, I've got a backyard full of snow and you can buy it and someone pays you for it, no harm done. You're both fucking stupid, but... Yeah, as long as you uh, both know. But, I mean, it's just... <laughs> I'd just love to see how they... Did the transaction? Yeah. How well, did they transport the snow? I mean, it's just a fucking minefield of nonsense. It is much, much like <laughs> the show. Yeah, much <laughs> like this world. Good lord. Well, I think that is a good place to end, Jay, on the sixty-second uh, episode yeah. of this show. Yeah, it's um, it's been a, it's been a podcast. You're quite right there, my friend. <laughs> um, as always, guys, we're on Facebook, where you can look up all these awesome fucking videos and shit and pictures and yep. bollocks and shit and bollocks. We've got um, we've got our own TV show, so if you if you got free view, then just uh, 
uh, put in channel 158 and um, yep. and there'll be a live stream of, of us 24-7. Uh, right. We're bringing out a newspaper next week uh, called the Dirty Kong News. Um, that's true. That'll be available in all good news agents. Um, we're having a, uh, we'll be on the Radio 1 soon as well um, uh, on Friday at 6 o'clock in the afternoon. That's right. Uh, listening, we'll be talking to Chris Moyles. And um, we're buying our own country as well. Are we? So, yeah. Well, it, it's... It's just one of the Shetland Islands, but we're, ah, okay. we're, we're buying the rights to it, and then we're gonna like make it into our own country. That's a nightmare waiting to happen. It is, isn't it? Yeah. And we're also on Twitter. We're also on Twitter. You forgot about that one, Jay. Yeah. <laughs> cool. I didn't forget about it. I just didn't care. <laughs> I just didn't want to mention it. Um, we're gonna play a song by Deftones, just because I don't think we've had any Deftones. White Pony album, um, Elite. Cool nice. song. I know um, that. Nice finisher. And until next week, kids. It's goodbye for me, John Boy. And it's goodbye from him, John Boy. I was trying to do the Ronnie Corbett, what, the two Ronnie's thing. Yeah, it's good. It wasn't because you didn't laugh. Nah. It's goodbye from me, JT. Lovely. Get fucked, John. This is why you got no fucking friends. Shut this fucking thing off. I don't care. Fucking bollocks to the lot of you. Yeah. <laughs>